Hey, hey, folks. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of Trost Talk here. Uh, we got a great episode in store for you. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, follow me on Instagram at Trost Talk. Um, but first, my buddy, Pablo2020. to my mom your mom's needs a little extra money she's camming now <laughs> jesus god i hope not <laughs> not just for me it's just for the world uh um hey so how you doing man good dude just uh god i hate my job but you know other than that living the dream feeling good well uh, if it makes you feel any better, I will be re-entering the workforce in a, in a couple months. Um, officially, we'll start looking for a job here in a month. Um, so I've got to make the most of this. Um, can you see me or no? Yeah, I can see you. This is very creepy now. Uh, I mean, this is how it was the last time, the time before last we did it. Yeah, doesn't, yeah it was creepy then too. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, I just want a picture of you or something. It's really hard. I just see the I just Hold see on. the title, Mike. <laughs> That's it. I wonder. Hmm. No, I'm just busting your balls. Um, I know. I just have this. I have this huge um, microphone that I used last time, so I didn't have to wear my headset when I had the camera. Let me see. I have a different one. Oh, wait a second. Maybe in luck. Let's see if this works. Oh. See a black screen. That's Things are changing. Now I see red, which means your skin might just be over it. Uh, no. Is it? I think I have to do something with. Oh, why does that show? Nice. Oh, you know what? Watch this. Hold let you. There, let there be light. Let me. See. I wonder if I can leave it. No, it's not. Yeah, gonna there we go, big boy. I wonder if there's a way to like do this. I don't like when I have like yours is like from an angle. It's just like cool. I don't well, know. It's just on my it... laptop. That's why. Yeah, yours. Your angle is just better than mine. I'll just put it up here. It's whatever. Yeah, if I could figure. Now out take those pants this. off, buddy. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> there we All go. Right. Yeah, you a beautiful yeah. face. I, I miss you, buddy. Yeah, you. You're. I can't believe I didn't know I had this. This is not the same one I used last time. Look, looks a yeah, little. Yeah, looks like a different angle. Um. Well, this is nice. Uh, I miss you. Good, glad to see. I get to see your face. Yeah. Um, so, for everybody who doesn't remember, um, this is my boy Mikey. Also, uh, in the recent news and later podcasts uh, or the latest podcasts that I've had, we mentioned that uh, he was the one who is having a kid. Um, so, uh, any updates on the little tadpole? How's how's it going? uh th things are good uh friday 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 we go and get the 
like a full body scan, if that's what it's called. I, I said that. To, no, so we've had ultrasounds and like, you know, you get like the sonograms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we do. Uh, we get like, do we go to like a radiologist? I think it is. And they like, scan the whole body. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an actual term for it. So like two weeks ago, I had like my goals review for my boss. It was so fun. And um, <laughs> I had, I was like, she like asked me about the baby and that's what I told her. And then Morgan, so I work in my own office where I'm at right now. Um, and then Morgan works down the hall. And usually I have the door closed, but this time I didn't. So as soon as I get out of my Zoom meeting with my boss, close it off, Morgan goes, it's, she goes, it's not a full body scan. It's this. Like obviously just, <laughs> like just listening in on my thing. And so it, even though she called it a full body scan today, I don't know exact. there's a term. I don't know. I, it's it's going to be cool that we get to see like the whole body, the, what do you want to call it? The fetus is like the size of a mango right now. It's a sweet potato on Wednesday. We have this thing that's like per week mango. and it's like, oh, you're 20 weeks and now it's a mango and now it's like a about the size potato. of a mango. Is that what yeah. it means? Yeah, yeah, it's not a literal mango. That's yeah, decent. <laughs> well, obviously, it's not a literal mango. It might be dense in the head, but I'm not that dense. Um, <laughs> Slash, you're birthing a fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it goes long enough, you'll get a watermelon. Yeah. Um, that's what I told I, her yesterday. Actually, she's gonna birth a watermelon. She goes, "Shut up! Don't say that." Dude, you guys, your genes, both, both you guys, you could produce a big baby. You guys are both sturdy. It's like it's, you guys got big bones like you. I've seen your hands like you just have like Neanderthal hands. <laughs> you got big old clubs, bro. It's it's going to be interesting because I mean, I hope not for her sake. I hope we have like a normal size baby. But like if that thing comes out like nine, ten pounds, like dude, it's going to hurt. Oh, <laughs> You're going to have a rock, although potential D1 kid. <laughs> potential d1 athlete hopefully he gets your mom's knees uh, yeah 100 160 pounds in sixth grade just a freaking o lineman dude she's gonna be it she's gonna be she's gonna be the next uh she's gonna be the next what you what's her name the candace parker she's gonna be liddy don't I just, have her play don't have her play basketball though what's really funny though uh is i actually forgot that I uh, was having a girl for a second. That's why I yeah, said you're talking about boys. Yeah, you're I'm talking yeah. about <laughs> old linemen. <laughs> it's it's not that's not an indicator of me wanting. It's gonna to be. It's gonna be very. She's gonna have a very hard childhood though. She's a ten pound baby. She's gonna be a big girl early. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's yeah. gonna build some character on her. She's oh gonna yeah, be, it's she's gonna be strong. Yeah, like I'm a good writer. Like I'll start planning. If she comes out really big, you know, God, this is terrible. If she comes out really big, <laughs> by the time she's like three, I'll start scripting out like what I'll say to her every time she comes home. Hey, I didn't get invited to another birthday party. It's okay. You're just they they just don't understand you. You're more mature than them. It's not, <laughs> oh, you're just a lot bigger than them and they think you're a little scary. It's not looking. that you look like a fifth grader and yeah. you're four years old. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the reality is like i was telling morgan i was like look you know and it's sad like, it, but that's society and it's what it is it's like you know by like, how your child looks you can compare it to people you went to school with during your time things are yeah. going to be different like social standards whatever but it's like you'll know so you'll know if your kid's gonna be one of those people that may struggle a little bit early or maybe okay like you know and it's and you know look it sucks and it is what it is but it's like that's you gotta you know parent them good i guess but you know you'll know and I'm not going to be naive about it. You know, my kid comes out looking like Frankenstein. I'm be like, hey, you know what? Maybe rough with the boys for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, you know. maybe learn math. <laughs>
<laughs> I heard computer science is a big thing today. Yeah, so. learn to code. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always I was like, if I have a son, I'm gonna jam all my athletic dreams down his throat. And um, if I have a girl, I probably won't care what sport she plays. Um, and if she's if she's ugly, which I don't think she will be because, uh, well, I've seen Lindsay. Uh, that's what I would say is she's going to be, she's going to be fine. Um, but do away without my nose. If she has my nose, things are going to be rough for her early on. It's going to be, it's going to be a rough time. It's going to wait. She's going to have to wait until her mid twenties to find something good because it's going to build some character. She's going to learn a lot about herself. <laughs> if she gets my nose. It's going to be <laughs> devastating for her. It's, that's what I always tell Morgan. I say, I hope our kid just gets like your skin tone. Like, get like, don't do it to my daughter. Yeah, don't, she's don't pretty get... natural. Of like, Tara and yeah. uh, Spencer that way too. They have like, a well, it's the Native American. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like I know it's not a lot, Native but she's American. Has, yeah, she has like she's. God, I'm. I always, I always butcher this. I want to say it's an eighth, which obviously like I just said it's not a lot, but it may be a little more than that. But her dad, yeah, her dad's part of a tribe. Her How dad's part not of. Go to school for free. Why did she not sign up for the tribe? She should sign up for that tribe. Your kids will go to school for free. Like they yeah. will literally go to college for free. They won't even well, have her, to think about it. Her dad, like her dad gets money from the Hoopa clan. Dude, you need to sign. You need to have Morgan sign up for that tribe. And you need to have your daughter immediately sign up for that tribe. And you need to make sure she, to get that blood a little thicker, make sure she only dates Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> only Native Americans. Make sure that bloodline well, can stay pure. Well, unless she comes out looking like freaking me, dude. She's going to walk out in the sun and be a freaking Doesn't matter. Lobster. That's what I'm saying, though. But that's what I'm saying. is It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little thinner. It's going to be a little uh, uh, diluted. So you need to thicken it back up. Make sure she only dates Native well, Americans. I mean, to be fair, Morgan's pretty white, too. But she just, it's more about, like, she can go out in the sun and she becomes, like, very, very tan. Where I meet, whereas me, it's like, oh, hey, looking a little red today. It's like, yeah, I was in the sun for five minutes. Dude, so. I'm telling you, free college. Like, you need to get her to sign. Like, you need to get her. I know it's not like a sign-up sheet. It's not like a roll call. <laughs> I keep saying that. <laughs> but, like, she needs to get affiliated with that tribe. <laughs> Your kids will be able to go to school, and like, for absolutely for free. It'll be huge for them. I, I'm assuming you, they could be dumb as rocks, but they will go to Yale. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It, yeah, but it could have been just because like Morin's so little that like it's why I don't know. I don't know the whole what what how it all works. I, her dad grew up on the reservation, like that's why he like not like, for like was a he year, born there or did he grow born up raised no born and raised on the from? reservation. Uh, Redding up in Redding, they had the hoopah. Cl- I'm saying that right. Yeah, it's like yeah. So his mom. And their dad, like, yeah, so the dad was, like, ended up becoming, I don't know if he started this way, but I know for, like, the longest time he was a prison guard for, uh, he worked in prison, prison guard, and his mom, like, worked for the government, actually, which I just recently found this out, because she's kind of losing it now, but, uh, well, but he, she probably worked for the government. Yeah, and she, uh, and he grew up, yeah, so he was born and raised on the reservation, yeah, like, their schools, so he, like, told us, like, an interesting thing, because he talks about, like, school lunches, like they had full blown homemade meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like for school. For like dinner, obviously, it was at home, but like for school, like they didn't eat, you know, how we'd get like the yeah, yeah. pizza you could bounce off the ground. Like they were eating full blown, like family meals for lunch because their school was on the reservation and that's how they ate. 
So yeah, it's like a full blown thing. Like, yeah. But like, it's funny saying this because if you looked when at me, did he get Morgan, off? Did he like at 18? Did he go to school? Like college? Yeah, he went to Shasta. Or? He went to Shasta. Then he went to Chico. It, so it, was it just what, like a culture shock for him when he went to Chico then? See, he's a pretty like, he's di- like when I say outgoing, like you've met him, he's differently outgoing. Like, and the more, the more obviously, like it's been like fucking 40 years now. So it's like the longer, like, he likes I've to be to know, around people, he doesn't like to talk to people. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, that's it, him. But like when you, when you sit there and you go, you know, what a journey and stuff, like it's kind of funny because I have never really talked to him about it. And like maybe this, as I get like more, like I still, I mean, it's funny to say this. It's not that I'm not comfortable with him. I am comfortable with him, but like it's a hard yeah, guy to get comfortable with. Yeah, we get along, and he like he seems to like me a lot, which like I appreciate because well, I don't I know why. Not. You're you're married and about to have a kid with his daughter, right? But like, how do I put this? Like, he doesn't like. Oh, no, never. I mean, I hope. I mean, I, w- I would want everybody to listen to the pod, but hopefully these specific people don't. Um, I don't think he really likes the other ones, the other guys that are in the group of the sisters. Remember, she has like sixteen sisters. Not really, but she has the half sister, the full sister, and two stepsisters. And I don't know about one of the stepsisters' boyfriends, but the, the two other stepsisters not... are Amy's, right? Amy's, yes. Is it Amy's? Step means like Amy and so Amy. They were already Amy's kids, right? That's yeah, 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 yeah. They were already yeah. his kids when he met her. Yeah, um, so and then he's he good has... to all of them, but like he's like he's I, good to all the yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got three other four other sisters technically is yeah, she close with their stepsisters one super young right no no the youngest one's the half sister that's oh. jeff and that's jeff and amy's daughter so that's morgan's obviously half sister because it's not from her mom but yeah gotcha yeah she's and, she's she's a, she's an interesting character right now going through the whole middle school stuff so i was gonna say isn't she like in junior isn't she like in that junior high age now yeah because last time i saw her which i think was your engagement party yeah she's a sweet girl she just i think she's just in that age right now where she's following that path of like trying everything you can to be cool yeah yeah you're trying you're finding your personality you're like just starting to kind of feel you starting to understand like personalities are a thing yeah and it's kind of finding it more through other people than yourself it's like whatever you think is cool you're just gonna do and she's kind of going down that path right now which we're hopefully she'll break from that because it's not the path she wants to be going. Well, on. everybody's that way, right? Like you look back. If I could look back, I if I could go back in time and like just hide in a bush and then jump my seventh grade self and beat the shit out of him and be like, yeah. just shut the fuck up for a day and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> I would do like, that. It's like imagine you're gonna look back at this in ten years when like you're. It's not cool to like drink or something or cool to do stupid shit and you'll be like, eh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that at three o'clock in the morning it's on a random Saturday. You know, it's like shit like this, like. In junior high, I got the teacher. Uh, I remember a teacher called on me to spit. Like I got my gum taken out, and I was chewing gum in class. And like you know, it wasn't allowed at the time. I don't know how other people's schools were, but in our school, it wasn't allowed. Um, and she's like, "Kyle, go spit out your gum." So I walk up and I go to the desk to like I spit out my gum, but I do the old see and I do uh, <laughs> the old fakeroo. <laughs> and I like go like the spitting motion, but I keep it in my mouth and then I like showed the class and then I walk back to my seat. She catches me like 20 minutes later chewing on gum. And I was like, I didn't spit it out. And she goes, all right. And blah, blah, blah. like next thing I know, I'm, obviously I get a detention, but it's like little shit like that where you're just like, 
just spit the fucking gum out, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, like, you get a detention just for it to be like, what, you're cool in front of the class, so you kept your gum? Like, right. nobody's going to go home and tell their parents about that. Oh, dad, you don't, you wouldn't understand. Kyle totally fooled the cl- the teacher today with the gum trick. Right. And it's like, you know, like, especially her case, like, especially this was like, I would say if I'm going to like talk about me, like, I did the dumb, like, I didn't do like dumb shit where it's like, I was like doing like crazy cr- criminal stuff or anything. You know, I was as, you know, I was just a jokester in class getting, you know, a be- I didn't go a day without getting the behavior slips or something because I had like the joke. And I look back and I th- still think it's funny, but I know I'd probably be like, yo, like you're probably making this person who makes 50 grand a year, who probably doesn't want to be out the time's life's miserable. And it's like, you look like, at things wow. from a different, yeah. And you're like, and this lady's just like, fuck this guy. And it's like, and I think I just, the perception is, <laughs> I remember seeing one of my teachers, a sophomore year and like, it's like she was shocked that I was still in high school. And I think that's where like I look at it like it's a perception where it's like I gave off this thing like I'm just going to be some dropout loser at like 15 because I couldn't shut the fuck up in class. But for Morgan's sister's sake, she's, well, a, good, she's a good girl. Also like, a bit cocky that she thought the schooling system was that hard. Like <laughs> to anybody out there, like I, I hate to tell you, but graduating high school is not that hard. Like it no. is it is like show up. And that's like pretty much good enough, especially at the end of years where it's like you're maybe slightly failing and like you take a test, and yeah. you still fail, but then your teacher like walks it to your desk, puts next to you goes, OK, you've got a 68, a 74 gets you a pass. You know the answer to this one that you missed. You put D and you knew it was C and you're like, yeah, <laughs> it's C. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, oh you know what? Like, uh, good. Yeah, no, she's a great, you know, 74, you pass, congrats. I knew it. You know, I, that's why I wanted to clarify this with you. And she goes back, she, and she's going back to her desk. She's like, got my bonus. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, no fails this year again. What a shocker. Yeah. Uh, it's n- Yeah, it's not a bit, but, it's not a, that hard. It's not, I can't believe she was that shocked. Yeah. And it's, but it really is like with Monk Morgan's family, it's, it's like such a, and we're talking about like her dad, like be living on a reservation, but her family's just, it's, it's different because there's so many different moving parts and everything. And like, I personally like everybody, I think her one stepsister, Stephanie, who's her, her full sister's age, she's just sweetheart, like super sweet girl. She's doing good things. And, uh, and then it's just the youngest one. She's grow She's 13. Everybody else is 24 and older. So she grew up in a house basically with like adults all the time. Doesn't one look like her or is that her cousin? That's the cousin. Her cousin looks. And she also lives up in Reading. No, she lives here in like, uh, sack basically now. I think it is. Yeah. She looked not as much now, but they really did like probably they're a couple years apart. So probably when Morgan was like 20, they looked oddly similar. Like if you look at pictures of her cousin, her cousin's name McKenna, like in high school, like quick glance, you're like, Oh, that's Morgan. Like, yeah, they definitely mm-hmm. did. But, um, so back to her dad living on the reservation. So what, like, did, like he grew up there, obviously one through 18, like, did he do like sports? Like what would they do for like sports there? And yeah, I mean, obviously I know they had some sort of like sports stuff, but like, was he did he ever like venture off into like reading the city or did he like was he kind of like didn't re- like what was his I, I guess here's my one minute process of finding the question I wanted to ask um, what was like his experience with the outside world before he went to Shasta College like did he have yes. a lot of it or not really so I'm so like I from what I know and I would have to probably ask him or Morgan like I'm pretty sure he was born and raised on it like I, I know it was a long time they I mean he's a part of it like he gets checks from like he's he was very his parents were and everything but I think Casino with no money 
No, I don't know if they get, I, yeah, I don't think it's that, but I, from what Morgan told me, like, yeah, he gets a check from the reservation, but it's interesting because he's a, he's a, he's a very bright person. Like he's very smart. Yeah, like yeah. he good career, man, like business, like did big things at U-Haul. Now he works for Matheson. Like he's incredibly intelligent. It seems from the business, from a business sense. And, but he's also incredibly good with just like your everyday, like if he he's wanted good, to become, like he's good at being able, he's good. He's every worker like he's a good, yeah like he's if good you, at being able to work hard if he decided like hey tomorrow i'm gonna start my own landscaping company and screw this like it wouldn't be a problem like he's he's teaching me stuff like we did our backyard so like he's just very good at like a lot of different things knows cars like so it's interesting so for me like you know take it from my perspective i grew up with no dad so it's like seeing somebody like he comes over and like he taught me how to lay soil and put in sod and shit like that like Never thought in a hundred years something I would do just hire did you, somebody to did do you it. Cry when he left? Did you get like a little <laughs> emotional? Y'all, no. I'm gonna have a lot to talk to my therapist about. <laughs> yeah, this is big deal, big breakthrough for me today. No, I mean I'm close enough with them now, and like, we've had like good moments now where it's like I feel like I said like more comfortable and stuff. But it's like no, it's just it's interesting because like he's willing to teach me. So it's like there's that stuff where it's like he has that sense where it's like he's not the most emotional person. Like the first time we've ever seen him get choked up was when we told him our daughter's middle name was going to be Lee, which is his middle name, which it is. There was some miscommunication. Oh, not on his end. Like you didn't like Braxton for her. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was actually. It was actually. Uh, it was. It was the runner-up. It was the runner-up, but but we yeah. had to. Yeah, but we had yeah, to you run know, it up for your dog. That was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but her he, dad. So you got a little emotional. So first time, so like when we told him we were pregnant and everything, like he was like, oh, that's great. You know, he's like supportive, but like, no, but like he randomly, so we, we did the gender reveal. We did it with cupcakes at their house. Mm-hmm. And so we did it all. Everybody's excited. And like five minutes later, I was like, do you guys Smart. want to know the name? That way you guys aren't burning any force. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. like all the other Californians. Goddamn, goddamn fog machines. Yeah. So it's like, so we go, hey, yeah, do you want to know the name? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, it's going to be Harper Lee Van Horn. And just instantly like Morgan saw I saw it and everybody else ruined the moment for us by the way but so he got choked up never yeah. I mean I'm talking I'm talking known for 12 years never seen like even remotely choked up and he got choked up but someone I don't remember who like instantly just like brushed over like they started talking again like her being a girl and blah 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 and like we didn't get to like actually like relish the moment that, that was probably that, perfect for him yeah he like turned around and everything he like kind of like walked like away from the island like the middle island like walked away from it and morgan and i were like looked at each other like we had that glance where it was like yeah like we both saw that and i guess like he's told like amy told morgan like he's pretty like he's honored for it and like we did do it like there was a miscommunication where like some people on her mom's side i thought like it was we liked the name but like it also was convenient that it's his middle name and it was like no in tahoe in tahoe on our one-year anniversary like we said like we're gonna name the middle name after him and we yeah, like the name Harper Lee. that's that's not like a happy accident that's a that's a very obvious yeah move you know what i mean but morgan's still you know morgan's still in the very um in the stages where she feel like she still needs to like protect her mom with things with stuff yeah. with stuff like this and like it's like good heart like you know great for her and it's like it's awesome and for anybody like out there like who's dealing with like divorced parents and it's not good on like their relationship isn't good like they probably understand that but especially with their situation but it's like like for a good example is 
her dad and Amy offered to buy us a stroller and they were going to buy us the stroller. And I'm like, it's incredibly kind. Strollers are expensive as shit. And are we they? said, thank I, you. I've always heard that, but are they really? Yeah, dude, for like, like a plastic wheels. No. Yeah. For like a normal good stroller, I guess that like can, it can be there for you for the next couple of years while the kid grows. Yeah. It's like 700 bucks. Yeah. There's something like five, like 500, which are still good, but it's like, it becomes like a weight thing. And then like, I guess there's some things with durability, which I think that could obviously be like, oh, yeah, but but like the it's like the weight thing and then like kind of convenience of how like they get come apart and stuff. So there's a lot to it. It's great more than I ever wanted to know. But Morgan's mom went to dinner with her like a week later and goes, hey, like I and her mom's had five months, dude, to tell us like she would want to buy a stroller. Like it's been five months. And she like told literally a week later goes, hey, like I want to do what your grandparents did for me and buy you guys a stroller. And Morgan couldn't tell her no. We're already getting a stroller. So Morgan Wait. ends up t- telling her mom. Going, yeah, you're about yeah to telling that. her mom. Okay, great. And then goes to her dad and be like, hey, like, oh, I didn't know, but mom's buying the stroller. And it's like, because she like doesn't want to hurt her mom's feelings, where it's like, no, just tell your mom to buy a car seat or something. Like it's on it's a great, like I appreciate everybody offering this stuff, but it's like it's just stuff like that. And so if you put Find that in the big picture, most expensive thing and yeah, tell to buy that. <laughs> but when it's it's things that are like when things are getting like more, more serious, like you can understand how those things are handled. Like that's a very minor thing. It's a stroller, who fucking cares? But it's like for her, it's like, hey, it's like it's an honor to my mom. So it's like we're gonna let her do that. I'm not gonna tell her. No, my dad's already buying it. So it's like stuff like that. And like it sounds small, but like in this in this world that I'm in, <laughs> it's not small. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's interesting. So, <laughs> but it's it, you know, like I'm obviously like at this point, my like my relationship, I would think with all of them, closest probably to her dad because he's just he's been good to me and he's helped me and it's like he always helps Morgan out and like he's great to Morgan. So it's like what else could I really ask for? So it's yeah, good. He's like but super I, proud of Morgan, isn't he? He has like, he yeah. loves Morgan. He has like a special, I feel like he's got like a special place in his heart for Morgan. That's, that's yeah. That's, that's daddy's girl. That's yeah. Everything like they don't have that type of relationship. Like how it's normal. Like, you know how it's like almost buddy, buddy, like, like they like the lovey dovey kind of stuff. If you want to use like, it's not that, but it's more of like that respect where he's just like my, like in his eyes. Cause like, he's not like that. It's more like my daughter's a badass. Like that's how yeah, he looks at it. Exactly. Like, oh, she got a job right out of college. Oh, she does this. Oh, she took care of this. Like, oh yeah, like that's my daughter. Like it's like more of a proud thing than it's like, oh, I love her so much. But like he'll no, yeah, obviously yeah. tell her he loves her. But yeah, it's like, yeah, he's he's a good dude. It, it is what it is. Like I think sometimes, even like back in the day, like when I would talk about him, I think I would always kind of give not give him the benefit of the doubt, not on purpose, just like because. I mean, I'm used to my mom. I'm, I'm a single parent, but it's like, my mom tells you, I love you. Like you're the greatest thing ever. It's like, she's like really outspoken with love with his is more about like, I'm proud of you. Or it's like, wow, you did a great job every now and then. And it's like, that's his way of really telling you like, wow, I'm really proud of you. So it's like, it's just, yeah, it's different. And it's, it's interesting to see from bo- both points of view, I guess, but back real quick to what you were saying about the reservation. Like, I just think that's why he knows everything from growing up. Like that's a totally different lifestyle. Like the amount of stuff you probably do growing up, like just like he used to like he used to help Morgan's grandpa, like his her grandpa uh, died a long time ago, but he used to help her like cut down trees in the forest. Yeah, like just stuff like that. Like no, he did he did real work. Like he, yeah, he did real work where he had to like really learn like you know a skills and survival, and he'd learn how to put in work and be dedicated to something and have you know regiments of things like that. And then flip that to being somebody who like, it's like, that's not like that where like, he like kind of just stopped where it's like, okay, this is what I am. It's like, I'm going to go get a degree 
and then I'm going to become something big in business where it's like, that's such a different thing from where he like what he grew up on. And like, that's always what I found fascinating about him. It was just like, because from us, it's like we grew up in little Rockland. And it's like you go to high school and you go to college. But from him, it's like grew up on a reservation. And now he's like some biz executive at a big company, two big companies now because he left U-Haul now. But it's like that stuff's crazy to me. It's like, and I'm sitting here going like, how, how do I get, how do I make more money? And it's like this dude, yeah, yeah, I grew up on an Indian reservation. And now I was freaking making like 300k and doing big things. It's like it's wild. Well. Only bringing home 100k because he lives in California. So, <laughs> what's up? What's up, Libs? <laughs> uh, it's right so by time. Close. It's all right. The whole the whole country by time Biden's fucking through with us. It's just we're all gonna make pennies on our dollars, dude. In like here in Texas now too, the gas is over three dollars. It's so annoying. Oh, what what? So annoying. In, I I wish people like I wish like I know you do because like we're similar in this. Like we respect billionaires because it's like you had to have earned that like and you do i don't think it's ever fair to tax somebody at 50 percent of what they make no matter how much money you make it doesn't matter like 50 that's their like that's 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 absurd i agree that's absurd, that's absurd. And, nobody and should know, give half of their money i i 100 agree and the fact of the matter is too is they keep they keep using billionaires as the example there's less than a thousand of them in the country it's like you're spending all you're crying about all this over less than a thousand people in the whole entire country. It's, a, it's such a small portion of those people that are living a life like that. Like a lot of a lot of big corporations or like smaller businesses that you know they make in the range between either one to like twenty million, probably. Like they're smaller businesses that are very very oh. successful, but they're on a smaller scale. And that's what when when these things get passed, those are the people who end up getting hurt. Well, that, you're, you're preaching right now because it's like, it's funny because, so that's what I was talking to my mom about. So we own a dance studio. It's, it's an S corp because you don't go sole proprietorship because you're liable. So if somebody slips and breaks their neck and sues us, my mom's house, my mom's personal belongings right. can then be sued for. So it's like, people don't understand that. So when, when homeboys like, Oh, you know, we're going to go to 28%, we're really going to come after, you know, the, the, the corporations, everything. It's like, dog, a corporation is the title. It's not like yeah. Amazon's a corporation. It's like it's a title that you choose for tax and law purposes. It's not because right. you're just a big fucking Amazon making a hundred trillion dollars a year, whatever the fuck it is. It's like, no, these little companies are corporations, but people are dumb and they don't understand that. They go, Yeah, fuck Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah, we're gonna take his money. And it's like, no, you're actually taking money As from their Amazon and their groceries to their <laughs> to their doorstep because they don't want to go outside during COVID. And and they're, this they're scumbag. For one, ever increasing a tax by 7%, like right off the bat, just stupid, like stupid. Like anybody that thinks that they're going to just hike it. For one, two, it's like right. there should be a scaling, if anything, for how much money a company makes it to. Don't raise it 7% to 28% because you know what's going to happen and people are stupid if they don't believe this. All that happens is they go, oh, we made X amount of money last year and now this year it looks like less. Guess what we do? Salary expense. See ya. Let's get yeah. less jobs because now we can make that money back because then, no matter what you want to say, like they're greedy. They, and it then they halt all expansion because they want to keep all their cash and they keep all their cash on the sidelines until, and they, you, which is legal. Like you're allowed to do, you don't have to like, you don't have to use any of it. So it's not something that can be taxed. It's just you, sitting there. You don't have to hire people. Yeah. You like, don't have to do any of that. So yeah. they're going to wait until regulations are lesser and then they'll use all that leftover money that they have been having. They've been saving up. They're going to use it and they're going to have a huge hiring, you know, it, it's stuff. just, it's just fun. It's just funny to me because it's like, 
It's just, I, I hate when people don't understand. It's like, it's not like I'm against like, you know, if we wanted to look at how people are taxed or whatever, we want to try to figure something out. Like I get it. And maybe we can lesser taxes on people that are making point, less I just money. I don't even know what the fuck they want anymore. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, like, what are you, what do you like, what, like, what are you wanting? Like, what do you want out of this? Like, what are what's your goal here? Because I don't understand. I don't even know what you want anymore. Like, I, are, are you just like, well, that's I know, but want. it's like that. That's the thing is like, are you just afraid to say it because you you know that if you say you want socialism, the people, everyone's gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's the only thing that it could possibly possibly coming from any of all, any of this. They're painting America with a socialism brush, and nobody wants to, and it, nobody wants to just talk about it because it's like, oh, progressive progressive Democrats. Oh, Biden does this. Oh yeah, Biden wants to make it better for the middle class. It's like no, like again. You don't understand that the middle class of people that own businesses are part of this getting screwed. So yeah. it's like there's there's and maybe there's something in the bill like where it's like going to be like revenue or something that keeps it from. Yeah. But, yeah. And, well, like it is it, for it is for it. It's like capital gains tax is for earnings of like over a million, which is like almost all the fucking which is like almost all these giant corporations who by the way, are the ones who are influencing your 401ks. They're the ones like all these big giant corporations who are um, got like head funds managers and shit like that. Like they're the ones running your 401ks. They're, when the markets, when you're getting taxed that much, guess what they're going to do with your money? Your 401k is not going to do much. <laughs> not gonna so do how much does that all. work though? Like, is that still like, okay, let's say like I was 60 to what is it? 62, right? When you could take that out without getting like, they won't invest much. They won't invest your money as aggressively. So you're not going to see much growth. What they'll do is they'll put it in like maybe a small, like conservative ETF or some shit. They're not going to really do much with your money. Like, obviously they, if you tell them how much money you want to put into it, like they, they obviously have to do it, but like, they're not going to, they're not going to make any moves because they don't want to get super taxed either. They don't want to make a fuck ton of money. When I'm legally allowed to pull out of my 401k though, like that's like, how is that taxed? Like, I don't, is that considered like, cause I know there's like a harsh well, so penalty capital for gains pulling out tax early. Works, capital gains tax works for different reasons. Like say if you pull out, <clears throat> if I were to sell a stock under a year, that, that would make my, and depending on my gain, I would make, I would get taxed in a certain tax bracket, but the lowest tax bracket would be like, I think it's like 35% for people making over 10 K in profit. And that's if you keep it for less than a year, but if you keep it for more than a year, it like drops like 10% for the lowest, for the lowest like profit bracket. Which and is so like, how is that changing with this new stuff? How would that change? Would it just be like a flat 40 or whatever he was saying? No, they're just to all going to be incremental probably, but they're all going to be raised. So if you take out your 401k, like you retired, you're allowed to take it out. It just, how does that get hit though? Cause I thought you were allowed to take out your 401k without it being, cause you, without it being taxed other than I thought it was like income tax or something. It would go like your, like your normal, like it's income, but, or do you get hit from like a capital gains tax too? when you pull out your 401k, like legally, I'm not talking about like when you pull it out, there, early is, and you get there is taxing on it. But um, like I, when I pulled out my 401k from uh, my last company I was working with, I had, I lost like some portion of it. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to me too with the County. Like I, I lost like 600 bucks. I mean, cause I wasn't on there very long, but I just know that when you're retired, like you don't get those like hefty, like 
slaps on the wrist basically for pulling out your freaking the longer you keep in there is better yeah it's always that way so it's like same with a stock too so if i keep like one of my stocks that i have i keep it for a year my tax is going to be my tax if i kept it for less than a year i'm going to be paying way more that's why i keep my stocks for a minimum of two years so my tax my taxes is not going to be high on it and my profits aren't like forty thousand, but you know and it's like day trading stuff too, right? It's like, cause people are day trading there. So they're getting hit on those hefty taxes when they're like pulling their profits or whatnot. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's this whole thing's weird to me. I just, I, and it, you know, it's just like, I don't, it's not even a party thing. I think like a lot of people always want to get so defensive or whatever. When it's like, Oh, that's like they're a Democrat or they're a Republican. For me, it's not even that. It's just like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, we're still there's there's this whole thing about we're getting rid of trump or whatever and like having biden was like supposed to heal the country and that we're not going to be as divided we're still as divided it's just we're not we're not using trump as like this freaking figure that's like we're all using for the divide like it's just like biden's pushing whatever he wants through and all the republicans are like dude this all sucks but we can't do anything about it because they have the majority and it's like we're still divided it just seems a lot like it's not as hostile it's not as hostile right now all, I guess. all that's happening is republicans are sharpening their swords so when they when they take over the house and the senate and or the presidency in four years they're gonna just do a bunch of fucking stabbing and butt fucking to the democrats is what's gonna happen yeah everybody's gonna get pissed when they're democrats it's a vicious cycle and then yeah and it's gonna be a back and forth until oh i mean honestly like i've been saying this for the last i've been saying this for a couple years that it was gonna happen and now the last like six months i'm just wanting it to happen is i'm like let's just split the country in two can we please just split the country in two First and foremost, we we our country just as a landmass as a as a whole is already huge. Like there's not a lot of countries that are as big as us and have as big as a population, like maybe China and uh India. But I think as like a country, I think our country is actually like a landmass actually bigger than those two. Um let, like let's just you know, let's just put it into they can do their stuff on one area. We'll do ours on our own. And we don't have to, you know, Hey, if North, if North South a little touchy for you because of the past history, let's go East West. Let's do East West. We'll split it up that way. And we don't have to, we don't have to worry about that. And you know, it's not like it's 1800s. So it, there hasn't, doesn't have to be an actual war. Like we yeah. can totally <laughs> divide the governments pretty fucking easily well nowadays yeah you just you're republican you watch the liberals and... they'll be like okay and then they'll get half the nukes and they just launch them <laughs> <laughs> at the conservative sides day one day one it's like motherfuckers <laughs> you fucking assholes it's just crazy i just you know like i'm not like i've never been super political and stuff but i just know that it's like i get it like the last year's been crazy like and i understand that like i and with the pandemic, whatever, but it's like, I get it. I'm, you know what, like if changing, changing out Trump or whatever it was, like would make people just calm down, whatever, like that, what it needed, whatever. But it's like, but it's not I just, happening. yeah, it's not, well, it's, it's, it's secretly, thing. it's secretly not happening because people think it's calmer because now people aren't seeing this guy tweet, do tweet storms and freak out all the time. But at the same time, it's like, it's not changing because now we just have it. It's flipped. Now they're just doing everything they want. And the other half's unhappy until there's a meeting at the table where people can have a conversation without screaming at each other, where you can hear my opinion. And although it's not yours, you can at least accept it. But, Hey, that's your opinion. Like, that's fine. Cause that's, what's changed. Everything is changed. It's from, it's from everything. It's not just politics. You can't have a different opinion. Like we see yeah. it with police shootings. Like, 
although this like this latest one like it's very controversial i get it like she was shot with a knife st- trying to stop somebody and you see not that controversial and I, i'm gonna go ahead and well, say it right now. it's not I, no right you, i know but i don't want to say this but i will say this it is not controversial it was 100 not controversial i meant it more so like i understand the pressure of like it's another cop killing, although it was justified. Yes. It's not that. I know. I'm saying it's, I know yeah, point. it's like it's like another point. black person yeah. getting killed. And like we want that. We want to eliminate anybody ever getting killed. Whatever gender. Like, we want to eliminate that. I understand that. But it's like we can't even come to the table with those groups and be like this one. Like it sucks. It's unfortunate. Nobody ever wants to see anybody get killed. We can't even come together on that. Like it, there's video evidence and we can't even come together on that because we have to compare it to everything else. Well, it's like every. Right. Yeah, it's right. like it's both sides are doing this thing where it's like they it's it's like they take it personal that they're wrong and it's like dude republicans aren't going to be right on every single thing and liberals aren't going to be right on every single thing but they both think that they need to be and they have to be and they're insulted if you're saying otherwise and it just is it's just it's just detrimental it's just it's too much i just want i just want to see people be willing to come together and like take things are separate every incident is a separate thing and like not having a freaking uproar every time something happens like let's take right. a breath and i understand it can get tiring in some of these cases like i understand the movements and stuff but it's like let's take a step back and be okay if it's not in the same boat right. like it's okay to breathe and that's not just what the shit says with everything because i feel like god it's so annoying looking at how people group everything now like i don't even read shit anymore because i'm like oh guarantee they're gonna all just bunch it together because you that's can, what we have yeah. to do you can see an incident and already you already know what either side's going to make an yep. argument on. And you There's, don't even have to, you don't even have to read an article on it. You already know you already, it's the same playbook. They go back and they're like, do you want to, you want to run play three again? We, we haven't used that in a couple of weeks. It's like, that's what both sides do. It's just ridiculous. Exactly. But anyways, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Uh, yeah, I, what I, I, I'm going to get on to is uh, so you know, as everybody knows, my boy Mikey, he is my uh, NBA guru that I like to bring on. Um, what are you thinking about uh, this year of the NBA so far? <laughs> it's been an interesting season. I don't know how much. Um, I don't know how much I've liked it. You know, really, that are, it hasn't been a great season. Um, I've. I'd be curious what their ratings are, by the way. They have to be horrific. It's, I and just it's going like back to what we just talked even, about. But I feel like basketball is always like this, though. I feel like basketball kind of goes on the back burner until, like, a little bit after the All-Star break. And then, like, the All-Star break is kind of more the introduction to the NBA season for a lot of people. And then, like, Towards the end of the season, people are making playoff pushes. That's when it gets a little more interesting. And then playoffs are obviously when everybody really starts to tune in. I feel like that's been the thing for the last one. Like, not one uh, like- right. So if you were looking at a graph, if you're using a graph, and like it's like a line graph and you're just going up. Yeah, it's like that would be like the, the farther season goes, the ratings get better. My thing is, I think you're going to see just historically low ratings throughout and it's like I said, it was because of what we just talked about. It's like the whole activism thing is like bug people because yeah. And I've noticed this in TV shows. I've noticed like TV shows have taken it upon themselves for some reason to like play out the pandemic in their show. It's like people use this stuff to escape, not to relive their fucking real world pandemic. Like yeah. I've noticed this happening, and I think with basketball, 
I think it was hard. It was hard to escape from a lot of the real world stuff. We use entertainment to kind of like give ourselves a, like, let us take a deep breath and like enjoy something. And I think the NBA, which I understand why, like, again, like I get what they're trying to do, but I think we've, we, it's just been taken to a point where it's like, nope, nobody feels like they're watching basketball. Like you're hearing about everything that's going on in the world while you're trying to watch a game. Right or wrong, that's up to you to decide. But Yeah, and then you got Laqueef who keeps running his fucking yep. mouth. And, and I think that throws so many people off because it's like, again, it's an un, it's an uneducated, just spewing out the mouth, just like we dealt with, with with people on the other side said, again, with our former president. And it's like, but there's no consequences there, but then we still are expected to watch a product that's doing yeah. this. And it's like, how like how do you and then it's like but you're putting the real world stuff into your product so it's like are we supposed to put it into it as well so it's like i don't like this guy so i'm not gonna watch and it's like for me it's not that i'm not watching because like i am and it's not and that stuff doesn't bug me as much because i can kind of just you just get the other side you get the other side and what they're upset about i'm very middle i'm very middle ground i understand what they're trying to do and i understand why people are upset but i i think the nba which is why they don't have black lives matter on the court look they're not dumb Sorry, Adam Silver is not dumb. He believes yeah. in the movements and everything. He's the, and he's the best commissioner in sports, probably. But, but he also he, has to make money so these people can make their forty million dollars that they're you know, contracts. Well, to. you know, we talk about it with anything. You know, it's like why LeBron didn't want to talk about the social stuff in China, but he will here because it doesn't affect his bottom line if he talks about it here. But in China, instantly zipped his mouth and he condemned Daryl Morey like he was the fucking Antichrist. And it's yeah. like, Darryl, all all Adam Silver had to tell them was, hey, <laughs> we start the season. In January, instead of December, we lose a billion dollars. Every single player is like, yeah, we're in. We're in. Yeah. And it's like, of course. And he takes off, you know, right or wrong again, however you feel about it. He takes off Black Lives Matter off the court. I don't know if that's just a sole decision, but I'm using him because he is the NBA figurehead. And they're tra- they try to steer away from it because it, ki- it killed their ratings. There was yeah. this freaking survey done, and it said like 53% of people stopped watching sports because of it. That's That's not – 10%. That's, that's, that's half. That's a majority. Yeah. I, I, I would love to find that. I, I, I was, when I read that, I was like, this is some bullshit. Like, sorry, like, again, yeah, it's bullshit Fox news thing where they're trying to make their point And it wasn't, I was like, wow. I was like, this is pretty wild. Like it, and the product has been by 53% or it was, they, it was like, it was like, it was a survey of are you stop. No, it was like, it was a survey of, are you less likely to watch sports? Because of like the social movements and stuff like that oh. being, yeah. And it was like 53% of the people said they, they no longer watch or are less likely to watch because of it. I have to, I'll try to find it, but it's, it was a high number. And I'm like, wow, I think it was 53. I knew it was, it was above 50, but it's like, you sit there and I, I know a lot of people who don't watch anymore. I know people, the only sport they're now watching is NFL. And only because it's like, it's so hard for them to not watch the NFL. Like, and it's not it's a lot of people aren't as into the NBA as the NFL. So I will. Yeah. Um, so sorry, but the sorry. product that no, you're totally fine. This, the, the product itself, though, hasn't hasn't been as good. There's been a lot of injuries, Um, I think, with, you know, the shortened season and I just with everything that went on in the shortened uh, off season, you know, it was to be expected it to take a little bit of a slow start. But I also just think that it's like, you know, they've been missing stars after stars. I think the Steph Curry run has really saved it. And like, because of his run, I think in a weird season, like this has been, cause last season was weird, but this is weird too. I think it's like, that's what he, that's why he should win MVP because like, although I'm, he's not my favorite player. I've never loved him. Like I, I think he's been amazing. I think he should win MVP because I think he's brought life to the NBA this season where it's been missing it. Like, 
I started looking at every NBA box score than when the Warriors played. I'm like tuning in. I'm seeing what's going on because it's like this dude's going freaking ham and it's amazing and it makes it fun to watch the NBA and what he's doing. So I just think right now you're right. The NBA's going on that playoff stretch right now and it's going to get more exciting. But I don't know how exciting because I really do think the ratings have been really down. And you're also been missing star after star after star this whole season. So I feel like that's the NBA now, though. It's more get an injury, milk it, milk it, milk it, so you can save yourself for the playoffs. These players don't want to play 82 games. They know it's never going to do it, so they're going to start doing what baseball players do. I pulled a hammy. I want 20 games off. <laughs> and that's what they do. And uh, I, I don't disagree. Like, I get it. 82 games is a lot, especially in basketball, but just what that does to your knees every season. Like, that's, that's a lot. Um, but <clears> – <throat> Who do you think, um, man, you just said something too that I, I wanted to remind, uh, it was about Stephen Curry. Oh yes. So tell me what you think. I was thinking about this the other night. What do you think about this lineup to like finish the game for them? Like pending next year, everybody's back and healthy and it's the same team. What I was thinking about this, that what could be a great lineup. Number one, Steph Curry at the two play Thompson Andrew Wiggins at the three, Ubre at the four, and then Draymond at the five. And then they, that's the that's the five that close out the game for the Golden State Warriors. So two parts. One, I that may struggle a little bit defensively, but I think I thought be so good, too. But, yeah, I, but I think Ubre is long enough to be, and I think he kind of gets it now. Well, it depends on Clay too, how Clay's gonna move and be. I mean, if we're assuming that he's just gonna be like 90% of clay that's sure but yeah it's a good lineup and I think you know any lineup with Steph Clay and Draymond it's a good three-person lineup and then Wiggins I mean I'm a little higher on Wiggins than other people I think he's I am too I think he fits I think he fits that team very well I think I think he, he gets would shit be on. A very difficult I think he'd be a very difficult person for your third best defender to guard well does he also is he really not like the Harrison Barnes role from a few years ago like but better yeah, I, I honestly, maybe. And like, that's the thing. I just think because he was the number not, one pick. I don't think Wiggins will tense up in the big moment. Well, also, it's like, you know, the rigging for Wiggins, first pick in the draft. He was supposed to be a freaking superstar. Yeah. Like, if you look at his numbers, like, I know they may be a little bit empty, but like, he's not horribly inefficient. He's not a bad player. I just think if you can get him to be motivated. He's never developed a three. And that's why I think going to the Warriors well, was such now. a big, was, yeah, well, because uh, he went to the Warriors. And that's why I thought him going to the Warriors was such a good thing for him in his career, just getting out of Minnesota was just going to be great for him. But in saying that, here's the, here, here's the funny thing. We're talking about Wiggins. I don't think Wiggins will be on the team next year. I don't think Wiseman will be on the team next year. Wiggins is going to be the salary to make it all work, but I think they're going to trade for somebody because they have Minnesota's pick. They have Wiseman and they have Wiggins and Wiggins is basically just there to be the placeholder for money. I think they trade for a third star. Unless you want to consider Draymond a star, then fourth star. But they, I think they're going to trade the window. They, it would they, have they to be can't. a big. It would like be a Bradley Beal. Yeah, well, that's my thing. If that's the person that's kind of like he's like the hanging fruit, but it's like. But he said he's like super adamant that he wants to stay in Washington. Yeah, until the until he can go play with Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond. Yeah, but, I mean. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I understand like defense, like they can make it work offensively, but like from a point like he would become a lot more, a little more spot up. Obviously Steph could play with everybody. We saw it with KD, but I don't know if that works defensively, but I just think it's going to be Beal. It's going to be somebody because if you're Bob Myers and you're the Warriors, it's like, cool. We have Wiseman. Cool. Maybe he's going to be a superstar, but it's like, how do we do this? Because 
Steph's 33, Clay's 31, 32, Draymond's 30. It's like, yeah, you can't wait three years for Wiseman. You know, like, that's not how it works. Like, if you can trade for a star now, you can win again. Steph Curry is playing the best basketball of his life right now. Like, you can you can win again. But like, who would you try and get if you're the Warriors? Like, let's play this out. Like, who are you gonna try and get? Okay. You gonna trade for? You're not gonna get Antetokounmpo with all that. Because Wiseman's not gonna be anything. He should to not have signed. He should not have signed the Supermax. I say that with knowing that I want him to stay in Milwaukee, but he shouldn't have signed the Supermax because. Well, no, the Supermax that hurt him was when they gave Drew Holiday. Okay, well, that the, the trade was to hurt them. That trade, the, I the trade was the trade, the trade was retarded, and then the Supermax was full retard. Yeah, it's yeah. You never and like you know, like Robert Downey said, you never go full retard. So it's yeah. like, and never. it's and never. Milwaukee specialized it this year. They they really cornered the market on going no. full retard. Yeah, and it's like, guy. <laughs> I can only imagine the amount of people are going to get upset about using retard, but we're not using. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, but no, seriously, it's funny when we talk about that though because they they. I don't, I don't know what Giannis was doing. Like, why did you have to give them this? Like, put pressure on I think them. And he like, was more, I think it was more the pressure he received after doing seven years of saying, I'm a small market guy. I want to win the chip here. I want to do this or that. And then he saw how everybody who ever said that and then never stayed true to their word when they left, how they got shellacked by everybody. He's not a villain. He's not, a, he's not that guy who plays the villain role. He's just too nice of a guy. Like, everybody knows that. Like, he's just this, a nice, nice guy. He's a kid from humble beginnings in Greece who he's just not that way. Does Drew Holiday just have everybody fooled in the NBA because he's such a good person? Like, he's, like, one of the best people in all sports. Like, I've read about him. Like, he's probably one of the just ultimate best people. But it's, like, the dude's not well, even an also an incredible defender. He's also – he's a, he is a good player. He's not a $160 million player, but he's a good he's player. He's not a four-first-round pick player either. So it's like, well, right. I, I don't agree with that either, but I mean, I would have given up a pick for him. So if you're Giannis, which you, there's no way in my mind that he wasn't involved with like that trade, but obviously he's not a general manager and he's probably doesn't even understand all the ramifications of trading like that. Cause like, that's not his job. But I mean, I would have waited for that to play out like four first round picks for Drew Holiday. And like, you have no, nothing to trade I mean, for later on. Trade Drew, Hall, Drew Holiday though. Yeah, maybe there's teams, like, teams will eat well, a not contract. anymore. Teams will eat a contract. Look, I don't know. You, you say could... that now, but Chris Paul's been traded fucking twice. Yeah, but Chris Paul's still like an MVP candidate. <laughs> Look I what mean, he did for the Suns. I mean, that's not – Drew Holiday doesn't have that type of value. Well, like he, yeah, but he's also got a loaded fucking young team in, in Phoenix. That – I mean, that he came in and made them the and number look one at, Look at Russell West. Westbrook. John Wall. They all got traded. They all had dirty contracts. People – my, my point is – is he's good enough to have teams want to eat a contract if they need him and if it benefits them in the long run. It how what they're going to do like is it like I mean from what I, and I only say this because like you just just look at the contracts that are being signed now and look at how willy-nilly players are being traded to left and right. Like teams are eating massive contracts because they just want to win now. I just they don't care about they don't care about the finances anymore. They're just like we're funded by billionaires. We'll be fine. Well, yeah, going back to wishing that he didn't sign it was only because that 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 would have been probably the best trade the Bucks could have gotten for Giannis. It would have been a sign and trade 
they get Wiseman, Minnesota's pick. They have to take on uh, Wiggins, but then the the Warriors could have given them first round picks in 2025, whatever, when all these guys are older. And that could have been the best for, I mean, if I was thinking if Giannis was going to leave and stuff like that. So I don't know who the Warriors can go for. I don't know who's going to be available. Like there's always seems to well, be. Well, I didn't think Beal's on the table. I think that's an obvious one. Um, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. And this could be crazy. Hopefully it's at least semi-realistic crazy. Like, don't don't give me, like, Anthony Davis well, going to the Warriors or something. No. Okay. I was going to say uh, the Warriors do – they trade Wiseman, Wiggins, a couple of first-round picks, and they trade him to Denver for Jokic. I know that sounds crazy. It may be, and maybe they even entice him with Draymond. And it sounds crazy, but the only reason I think it could be a reasonable thing is because Murray just blew his ACL. And so they're going to be pretty short the next year. And it could look like they would be about to be right now rebuilding. So it could be something that could be there. How likely is it? I, I doubt they're even looking in the direction of Denver, but. I, that would be a zero out of 10 on the likely scale only strictly because he's about to win MVP. <laughs> he's literally going to win that Donovan Mitchell. See Donovan Mitchell is interesting because I don't think he's that good, but <laughs> I don't either, but the NBA seems convinced that he's a superstar. So I don't think I don't, if the Warriors are going to trade for somebody, I think they have to trade for somebody that's not going to do like basically what, well, not even a big day. I think they need to trade like for somebody four, that's not going to Which is do. like 6'8 nowadays. So it's right. <laughs> like it's like a wing player now. Like if you were looking like – like I just – it's funny because I just said don't like say Anthony Davis. But like if they were looking for somebody that was perfect, <laughs> there's no – but there's not a single person only that would be a better fit on that team than him. But Well, I think that uh, could be possible in like a year, like well, after if, this season if, and maybe after next. Well, he did sign five with the Lakers, which means nothing. Well, I'm just saying because LeBron's going to be gone. So well, if they, LeBron leaves and they have a bad year, maybe maybe he wants to leave, maybe he doesn't. Depends how many times they win. But, uh, you know, there's a lot – like they can even look for something even different. Like maybe they just want a guy that can, can do work and they go for somebody like Zach Levine. Like that's possible. I'm not saying that's a great fit, but I'm just saying somebody that's going to produce and they, they would know need they a can defender. Zach Levine's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. But it's just, it's something like that. It's just like looking for somebody that's going to produce and could say, Hey, this season, he can help us win a championship way more exponentially more than Wiseman this pick that we're going to have, whatever it is, there's, I just find it very, very small chance that that pick and Wiseman and Wiggins are on their team. It's upcoming. Uh, they'll, I mean, they would never trade him because they're trying to build around them, but I just don't think I'm not convinced he's somebody you can build a franchise around, but Jason Tatum would be interesting. He'd be a perfect wing player to add to that group. I could see them trading Jalen Brown. And I don't think, cause I just don't think the Celtics team's good enough to go anywhere. And I think the Celtics are starting to see that. They have to trade and, Jason, uh, Jalen Brown. <laughs> But That's here's serious. the thing, though. I think they, I think they should disband the team because I don't think, as good as Jason Tatum is, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a player you can build a championship team around. I but get I think that's not like really two. a thing. Okay, but then that still means you need to make moves. So who are you gonna? You're gonna need to sell a lot then, if you're not if gonna they, give up Tatum because as good as Brown is, might be on the market. He's not Tatum on the market. Well, what they did, I mean, honestly, just so you know people understand Danny Ainge. I, if 
I don't know how he has a job. Like people don't want to say it. Like I could be completely going out here, but like the dude had all the first round picks in the world. He had treasure chest. He had everything. He took, he fleeced the nets. He had everything going for him to make a trade for somebody. And he always stopped pulling. He, he was, something was too much. Something was too much. And now look where they are. They had, their team is led by Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who two together, that team together is not good enough to ever win a championship. They need to do a lot of moves. It's trading it Tatum. I wouldn't go that far. I would trade everybody else first, but they backed on Anthony Davis because there was a report that he wouldn't resign there. And then it's like, he only wants to go to the Lakers. And then it's like, which Paul I think was him. true though. E- even if it's true, guess what? He has to play. Like, and what are those first round picks doing? He doesn't have to play. He sat in the Pelicans. He just kept claiming he was hurt. Well, right. But if he got traded there, he would play the year. Um, he would so play out the year. You. Well, he would. I mean, he, he Anthony Davis isn't a bad guy. He set out with the Pelicans because they made him set out. He didn't forcefully set out. They made him set out because they didn't want him to get hurt if they're trying to trade him. And then he could have went there, whatever. Paul George, no. Kawhi Leonard, no. Like they, because they were one years and they wouldn't, wasn't for sure resigned or they heard it. Guess what? You think the Raptors regret trading for Kawhi Leonard? Are they sitting here upset? Like he's never pulled the trigger. And guess what? All those picks he could have traded are garbage. There's two good picks out of all of them. What do you think about this? Brown. So he should have been fired. I, I honestly don't get how he's still how he's still their GM. Dude, because they still have a good team. That's they why. Destroy, he destroyed their chances at a championship. Finals last like year, three three times, actually. I mean, three times. Ring, and he won a ring in 08. That keeps you a lot. I just think that your team, your team could have won, should have won. They should have won a championship. With all those picks, having Tatum, having Brown, they needed one no, guy. No, because there was nobody in the draft that was somebody like a Joel Embiid. Like, if they had picked Joel, like, draft, been able to draft a Joel Embiid. They should have traded them for a star. They should have traded all those picks for a star. That's what you do in the NBA. Like, th- th- there's a theme in the NBA you do. Unless you drafted the, the Zion Williamson's or the LeBron James's or like whatever, you trade for the star when he's unhappy. And they didn't want to pull the trigger. That's True. what you do. And it's they didn't want to. And not wrong. Now. You're not. It's not. You're not wrong. Um, what about this? Because he's already coming up on his option. Sign and trade Kawhi Leonard, Golden State. You get Wiseman. You get uh, Wiggins. And well, they'd have to do an extension, or he'd have to opt in and trade. But if I were the Clippers, if I were the Clippers, that'd be a gnarly three. Draymond, if I were the Clippers, Kawhi and play and we don't win this year most likely not going to win next year can't say that for sure most likely i would absolutely look into trading him not because i think they should trade him or because he's not good i would do it because you well he's on an option they don't he he's on an option this year he he gets to opt in or out I thought that's for next year, though. I thought nope, like 21. He, he's going to be a free agent after this year. He got the option after his second year. He signed a four-year contract with his option after his second and third, or after his second year and then going into his So fourth. he's technically, like, if they get eliminated from, like, say, the playoffs tomorrow, they got eliminated, he could, he'd be a free he, yeah, agent? Yeah, he could opt out and be a free yeah, agent. I thought, that was, I thought it was at the end of 2022. That's no, he has it for both years. So he could be a free Really? Are yes. you sure? Look it up right now. I, I need to because this is this makes it interesting because why would he I would, he, he should just leave? That seems garbage. If, if well, that's they don't what win they're worried year. about because if they don't win it this year, that's the whole thing. Is if he see. doesn't win it this year, he's out. No, it's twenty twenty two, which is going to be next year. That's what I'm saying. He's not a free agent like now. If they lose today and like the playoffs over, it's next year. Like he has one more season that he's tied to them for sure. Where you're lying? No, I'm not. He has one more full year. 
All right, I'll believe you. But I read that somewhere that he was opted out. He has has the option to opt out after this year. Maybe it was just a bullshit lie that I read, or I'm misremembering uh, it. No, you know what? You're. I think you're right. Actually, I think you're right. Knew it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a contract. You're 100 right. He should totally leave. If they don't win this year, he should totally leave. No, how would that work? He could sign a whole new contract then, right? He wouldn't have to be tied into that. But he, no, he really likes LA, though. That's the problem. Like, he okay, really... go to. Oh, he goes down, you know, to NorCal and whatever. He's still not that far. Where... Oh, oh, that's I right. Him... He would be in San Francisco. He would See, if be I were him, if I wanted to go anywhere, that would be such a good team for him. But that's that's my number one target now that you told me that. I can't believe. That. I thought that was him and Paul George were both for 2022. I knew Paul George already ex- signed the extension. But if I were him, He's there for because... life, baby. Yeah, play, you, play off P, baby. Um, <laughs> because I think if he wanted to go to the Warriors, if that was the one team he wanted to go to, the Clippers would do it. Because if he wasn't going to stay, they could at least get a bunch of draft capital back from what they gave up for Paul George. And if they get it down the road when the Clippers aren't or when the Warriors aren't going to be good anymore, that could help them rebuild the future. And they can get somebody like Wiseman. And then guess what you do? And that's what you do. You look to trade Paul George, try to get a bunch of picks. This is all crazy because I obviously want to win and they would obviously probably prefer to keep Kawhi Leonard. But if you're Kawhi Leonard, you could, you 100%. You're about to be be 31. You've already won with, with two different teams. Like you're not ring chasing. Like you do whatever you want. You've already won. Like you can go to whatever you want. You have nothing else to prove. You now, you, now you, now you're just, well, now you are just ring chasing. Yeah, no, and I his think... legends kind of died a little bit. The last year, flame out, and he hasn't been really talked about this year. The legend of Kawhi Leonard's died a little bit. He goes to the He's Warriors. had a good season, though, this year. He just hasn't played a lot of games. That's yeah. the thing. If you go look at his stats, he's actually not bad. So I, I okay, What are, where so are that, his stats right now? Pull it up. So let's – but let's do that, though. Like, let's do the uh, – let's do fantasy trade. It's that. And, like, that would be the one team that if I were the Clippers, I'd want to trade him to because we're not going to win without him anyways. And it's but like, here's we'll the thing, though. Here's the problem. Things. Here's the problem, though. He could totally just opt out and the Clippers just get fucked, which would just be a total Clipper move. And then he just goes and signs with the Warriors because the Warriors will take will eat a luxury tax to get Kawhi Leonard. They won't give a fuck. So uh, The owner of the Warriors will gladly do that. Do you want to know something funny? What? Obviously. He's having... He's he's having the best season of his career. I told you he's not having a bad year. He's just no, I, I didn't think he now. was. I just thought he was hurt. Yeah, he's having so he's best field goal percentage ever, other than when he was like that, like the real big role player on the Spurs, not even like the star. Like that's it. He's shooting almost his best three point percentage ever. Actually, I think he is. Second, again, this first was when he was a role player of the Spurs. He's averaging like two less points than his his best season ever, and one point five less. But he's averaging his career high in assists. And he's right around his average in rebounds. So, but he's being um, it, way more efficient. Here, here's the other thing too, uh, that I think people are forgetting. But he was this way when he won it with the Raptors. His nobody really talked about him all season. And you look at his season. Look at what his season was with the Raptors in the regular season. It wasn't bad. It was like twenty six, four. Oh, it wasn't probably bad at all. Seven or something. During the season, had a couple game winners, but nobody talked about him. It wasn't until the playoffs he made a massive run. It's exactly what he averaged, by the way, 26, 7, and 4. Well, it was three and a half, but. Um, was it really? He, yeah, 50, I... basically 50% from the field. This may have been his best season, honestly. But um, 
Well, we know it was his best season. Not from efficient wise, though. You said you said efficient wise. He was this well. Efficient wise, he's be, he's more efficient this year. Yes, but he's also taking one and a half less shots than he did last year, which adds up, I guess. But regardless, like if he wants, I'm saying like there's certain teams where it's like they don't have to sign and trade you. Like obviously they want something for you if you're gonna leave, but. I would want that only because their window would be short for the Warriors, which then you take 20, 25, 6, 7. Or no, you can't do back-to-back, but it's 25, 27, 29 draft picks. Why can't at least you do back-to-back? Um, it's a rule, so basically the team can't just destroy themselves. <laughs> there, but I think you, it placement, yeah. Yes, but, so, but you could do pick swaps. So, like, the Lakers trade – well, I guess the Clippers trade with the Thunder was, like, a first, then the next year's pick swap. Then it's a first, next year's a pick swap. Then it's a first, next year's a pick swap. And then I think it's a first. So it's like, and the reason they do that is like, obviously the Thunder for the next four years, when they it, the pick swap comes up, they're obviously not going to probably swap with the Clippers because the Clippers are one of the best teams in the league and the Thunder are not. But Kawhi Leonard and, Le- and Paul George break their legs. Yeah. Now you have the option if they get the first pick. So it's Sam Presti's the god of GMs, obviously. And, uh, but uh, is yeah. that, that's the OKC? They have like 30 first round picks over like the next seven years or something. Well, yeah, but they're not, they're not going to win anything. You have to get lucky. You have to get lucky when that Monty Bates is the next big, 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 big stars 2023. That's when you have to get lucky. You have to get lucky the right year. It's not about getting the first round pick like this year, getting the first round pick. looks like it should have been LaMelo ball, but like, it looks like all three could be really good. Actually, top four with Halliburton if you throw them up in there. But it's like it's about when you get the first pick. It's all it is. It's about lucky here. It's not about getting the first pick. It's about getting the first pick and in the right year. Well, I'm saying not- even from the standpoint that he could trade these picks for superstars, like you said, the theme in the NBA, I just don't see superstars being thrilled to go to OKC. You had it for a moment. Your op- To me, your opportunity was when you had the big three there of Harden. Oh, they- they, and that they botched that, and I, I don't think they'll. Horrible, yeah. I don't think they'll ever get back to that. They just yeah. Botched. You have to draft the guy to then trade for the guy. You ain't trading for the the twenty six year old LeBron James like guy, whatever, or Kobe like guy. You're not trading for them, right? If you don't have anything, it's, you're trading it's for a number. You're trading for a really big number too. Yeah, or or you can trade for the better player because you have the Zion Williamson, like that recent, like the Pelicans. Like the Pelicans, if they want to, they end up thinking the Brandon Ingram Zion thing isn't going to work. Like they can end up shipping out everybody and trying to like really get the Bradley Beal or getting the, which I think Brandon Ingram would be better than him. Just say, but but just whatever it is, whatever it is. Ingram's like too inconsistent, man. It's, oh God, you're telling me. It makes me so mad. It's just because he plays like a puss sometimes. I, but I've been saying this every year, though, bro. But he's gotten better. You've been trying to year. convince me, right? And every year, it's still the same problem, though. Too just because he's in, he's improving his stats doesn't mean he's not getting it more and more consistent. He's still not inconsistent. It's it's that he settles. He needs to go to the Spurs. Like that's like I just I wish they would have traded the Lakers would have traded him for Kawhi Leonard because at least he would have to the Spurs. He would be a freaking superstar if played for the Spurs because Pop would have been like, dude. Why are you settling? You're you have long ass arms. Go dunk on people. Stop just sh- sh- shooting fifteen footers. Like yeah. Well, Pop also things- said that Ben Simmons was amazing and that he didn't need to shoot threes. Yeah, but just so, because he said that. But Pop, we've watched Pop develop people. Like, somebody, and- I <clears throat> I saw that quote and I was all Pop's retarded. And someone goes, Oh yeah, the guy with five championship rings doesn't know as much as you. And just to. <laughs> 
just to be a dick back. And I was all, apparently not. <laughs> That's well, all I said. It's a, it's a stupid, com- it's a stupid comment. Unless you're going to like, I don't know. It's a stupid comment because you've seen that you have to shoot in this NBA. Yeah. Like, like, what, oh, really? What are, like, you don't think Steph Curry has a, an amazing advantage <laughs> being able like, to be one of the three point sheet? Like, the Pelicans are not horribly talented. Like, they have some talent. They're not winning. There's a little bit of, you know, chemistry stuff and like no lineup way. and stuff. But like, Zion Williamson can't shoot. Not it's true. Hard. Look it up. 30, no, uh, shooting 32%. Uh, off his point two attempt three point attempts per game like yeah it's like but he's also showing though that he doesn't need to because he's really good around the rim right but ben simmons is actually really good around the rim but you need to shoot because it happens in the playoffs and he is but ben no because ben simmons zion williamson is not getting he's so good around the rim he's never going to be held to fucking seven points being stuck around the fucking rim. He can't he, shoot a fucking three, and he will never be held to seven points. But in the playoffs, it's just different. Routinely. If Zion Williamson develops how to shoot a I'll three I'll bet you 30, he averages 23 in the playoffs. But if, if he, he shoots well, a three at like playoffs, 35%, like let's say, he becomes legitimately, he becomes a 30-point-per-game scorer every night because they have to at least respect it. It doesn't matter if it's because it gets to the point where you're in the playoffs. It's it sucks to play in the post or five feet from the basket and just get beat up all the time. Shaq's talked about it. Like they all talk about it. Like you can't. Yeah, but they're not getting beat up like Shaq and them were. In sure, it's not as aggressive. But in the playoffs, like that's why Giannis sometimes struggles in the playoffs because they collapse. They don't. You know, it's what it is. I think if he well, develops Giannis, a shot, but Giannis doesn't sit around the rim. Giannis comes. Giannis plays on the perimeter and drives because he's just so strong and athletic. Whereas Zion like floats around the fucking key the whole game. It's different. It's different. He's starting already at an advantage because he's already posting up on these guys who can't sit with him in the post. I still think that every NBA player that's going to be a bona fide, like a bona fide score, like you're going to score 30. You're going to like, I think should needs to develop a shot to really be like, the guy like I think that like with Giannis like if Giannis right now came out for the rest of the season it's like I can shoot 40% from three off five attempts six attempts I well, would he, say right now the Bucks are winning the East I, like, think Giannis, I think Giannis if he can start making like off the dribble moves for three even even so yeah but like there's those spot up ones where he can air balls but I, I mean Zion's not terrible from three yeah I think but I think so I'm saying like if he gets to a point where like it's like you have to respect it He's the most unguardable person in the league by a mile. Like you have to go out on him with his athleticism, his first step and his strength. Like it's, it's going to be a nightmare. And oh, that's when I actually think him and Ingram work be- would work better together. If Zion could actually shoot, I think that's when they would, they would compensate each other better, but I don't think we're ever going to see that. Cause I think they'll trade Ingram before. You see like Ingram needs to put on some weight. I think he needs to put on weight. And I think he needs to learn like 10 that pounds, he- like 10 pounds. See what that does. And he, and he also needs to learn that he has the wingspan of like a seven foot three dude. But yeah, he could scratch yeah. his knees without bending over. Yeah, like he, he needs to. He needs to learn that driving to the basket and shooting ten to twelve free throws a game. I know it hurts because you are sticking bone, but like, or sorry, skin and bone sticking. But it's like he, yeah, Ingram, guys, my favorite player, but he drives me nuts. Yeah, but, I my favorite player is R.J. Barrett. I'm, I'm hey, just we, so high on him, man. I love that guy. He's gonna be an MVP. I'm saying it. What about Randall, dude? Smooth, bro. Randall's good, but like, a great improvement. But like, he's also what 29. Like, you can't be hitting your. He's like 26. Is he? Maybe 25. 
Let's he's 26. Say he's 26. Sorry, he's, he's probably 26. 26. I think you're right. Julius Randle is 26 years old, and he turns 27 at the start of next season. Julius Randle, you want you want to know? But that's something? still late. Like he's hitting a stride a little late. Like it's like you don't. I don't. I maybe that's just me, but who knows? I think Julius Randle, if the Knicks keep winning and they're a top five seed, I think the NBA, the voters, should just say f it. Unless Curry just keeps going bonkers and they keep winning, and they should give Randall the MVP. The dude is playing an unreal – like, he's playing unreal. The stuff he's doing is, is sensational. Not to mention that he's on a little streak of, like, 30-point games and 40-point games right now, like kind of like Steph's doing, just not as flashy. He's averaging 24-11-6 off 40 – I mean, spill goal percentage is a little low, but he shoots a lot of threes, I think. Five and a half. He shoots 41% from three, 48% from the field. But they're the Knicks. And, like, name another dude on the well, team. Well, 48% is not bad. 48% is no. not bad. And 41 from three shows you good. What's his free throw percentage? It's not going to be good. Oh, it's 80%. Yeah, so he's a good shooter. It's, it's But it seems with a 48% free throw, when you are making 48% from the field goal range and you're shooting 41% from three, that tells me he settles for a lot of jumpers. He's winning most improved player. He has that in the bag. If he doesn't win, that's disgusting. He's increased his points by five. It's doubled his assist, increased his rebounds, increased his field goal percentage, increased his three-point percentage by 14%. Yeah, like this dude's at most – I I mean, he's playing like an MVP. He sh- I, The thing is, he won't even get first-team All-NBA, which I'm sure – I'm not sure he shouldn't. Like, I think he may be a first-team All-NBA forward this year. It's per year. People get caught up in legacies and shit. It's per year. And I don't know if there's a better forward. There's someone playing that forward better than him right now. Is Jokic a four? He's a center. So, and Embiid's a center. Um, yeah, I think there's there's no better. There's nobody playing forward better right now. There's not. There's just isn't than anybody yeah, playing it's forward. It's going to be LeBron and KD. LeBron's not even going to make an All NBA team. Yeah, yeah, he will. He's missed like half the season. He's got. He, I mean, what I don't know. You think I, that fucking matters? He's they'll put him first- on third. No, they'll put him on third. They put him on third this first year with the Lakers. But he missed. Let's see. Let's let's see. Let's see how many games he's played so far. They put him on third? I'm surprised they did that. Dude, he played he missed like 30 games and still made third team all NBA. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm saying I'm just surprised. So he played 41, so he's gonna probably play 47 to 50 of the 72 games. He'll make third team at best. He's not making better than third team. There's too many good forwards. There's too- Kawhi Leonard. Uh, it's like like Jason Tatum. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard, all year. how many has he played? Kawhi Leonard's played probably the same amount of games as LeBron. Let's see. LeBron's played 41 currently. Kawhi Leonard should probably finish with about, yeah, anywhere, yeah, like 56. What's he at right now? 46. He's played if five he plays, more games than LeBron. Not very much. If, yeah, but LeBron may not. I mean, LeBron may come back for like two of the at last two regular season games. He may come back for eight. We don't know. Kawhi Leonard should play the rest of the season, especially because they're fighting for playoff seeding. So um, regardless, though, it's just like maybe he doesn't either. But then you have Giannis. Like there, you have a yeah. lot of forwards. So it's going to be interesting. All NBA Pascal be- Siakam. Yeah, dude. Guy, what a 
what about uh talk about a guy who got caught up in the moment huh i think that the pressure really broke him man this is my theory is because he choked in the finals like the the moment kind of got to him in the finals like he didn't really show up you know um and i think then he was like oh fuck well there's now going to be even more pressure on me because i had a good playoff run up until the finals but I wasn't needed in the finals because we had Kawhi, but now everybody's going to look at me as the number one guy. And he's like, oh, fuck. And I don't think he liked that. And I mean, I just see him struggling. He's just, I feel like he's been declining ever since that season. I don't feel like he's that good anymore compared to what we thought he could have been. Well, and the fact that, you know, last year was huge and we had to like take on the burden of, you know, Leonard leaving and then this year. And then he doesn't get along with Nurse, I guess. They've had some issues, but here's because some forwards. nurse is upset because he sucks. <laughs> Probably here's some forwards that should be all NBA or in consideration. Tobias Harris, I guess some bonus this year. I haven't looked at how he's playing lately. The bonuses but... I, I I've been reading. I haven't been watching the. It's hard for me to watch a Pacers game. Uh, they're like the Jazz of the Eastern Conference to me. They're just like so boring. Even the arenas yeah. are boring. But um. Sabonis, I've been reading, is having a really underrated season. He was having a good season. And then you have Zion. Draymond's here, but I don't think he's going to be on him. And then Giannis and Anthony Davis. But that's just power forwards. And well, then, Anthony Davis hasn't been playing a lot either. Well, Anthony Davis isn't going to make a team. There's no way he's going to make any team. He's missed more than half the season. Um, I'm going to guess Giannis and Tobias Harris is going to be a second team all Amer- uh, all american second team all nba uh and i think julius randall will too you think tobias is gonna get all the way up to second i don't know if they'll give him second well because the other forwards are i don't think are one as good and two i think quiet i don't think quiet leonard will have played as many games if quiet leonard is in the consideration that his games were high enough he's probably taking the other forward across from hey. then Giannis. Hey. I don't know how many Jimmy Butler's played now. I know he missed a ton early because of like the COVID stuff. Jason Jason Tatum's taking a sub spot. It's I don't know where he's going to land, but he's taking one of the six forward spots. It's not it's a, it's it's not a question. I mean, Jason Tatum's getting one of the forward spots, um, and then so then it could is, be him. It could be him him and Randall at the forwards at the number two, at the second team. I just and don't know who's Tobias be the third. I honestly think Randall may get get a first team All NBA nod because of guys missing games too. Like Kawhi Leonard's missed a lot of games. Jimmy Butler's missed a lot of games. Like, yeah, but if Kawhi Leonard ends up with fifty six, like you said, it's kind of yeah. I think honestly, I think it maybe it maybe Giannis and Randall in the first team All NBA spots this year. How weird is that? Julius has Randall even played a lot. Look at Giannis. I feel like Giannis has taken a lot of time off too. I remember seeing his name, not seeing his name in the box score for a couple weeks. He, he like rolled an ankle or something. He has played 50 games so far. So he's going to probably play about 60. So that's 60 or 72. That's more than enough to make first team all NBA. Who do you, let's look at the standings right now. <clears throat> Who do we got in the East? NBA standings. The Nets are one, Sixers two, Sixers have on a, on a four game losing streak. We got the Bucks at three. Then my Knicks at four with a nine game winning streak. Uh, we got the Hawks at five, Celtics at six, Heat at seven. The Heat, that is a bad matchup for the Sixers if it's Heat Sixers. I was thinking the same thing. I, first of all, the, I, the the fact that I've noticed the last couple of, probably last month, that the Sixers have just not been doing well. I know Embiid's been off and on playing-wise, but 
even the games that Embiid's playing in, they're not really showing up. I know it's not the playoffs, so we don't know, but they're not looking good. And I, I think they're going to be in trouble in the first round. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting series. And it's Doc Rivers coaching. So um, yeah. I think he's going to get out to a 3 1 lead and blow it. Nah, wouldn't be shocked. Think, okay. If he blows a 3 1 lead this year, are, are we going to be able to, like, as just a collective group of basketball fans and players, to be able to say he can't coach in the NBA anymore? Like, well, he shouldn't be coaching or, in the NBA right now. He's the most or, overrated coach of all time. Four blown 3 1 leads is incredible. They almost blew the 08 season. They almost lost in the first, second, and third round of the playoffs. Like, they, like, I think it was against Cleveland. Paul Pierce obviously went way above his playing ability, but like, dude, they, I don't know. Paul, Doc Rivers. Yeah, that's another story. That dude is way overrated. Um, but then it's the Hornets eight. Then you got Pacers nine. Wizards on an eight game winning streak. Third number 10. I have no doubt in my mind. That if the Wizards are in a one-game plan, well, they'll play two because they'll be the lower seed of the game. They're not winning. Russell Westbrook's going to blow that for them in a second. Love Russ, you know I love Russ, but I don't think so because I think they'll play. I think they'll play the Hornets, and I just don't think the Hornets will be ready for that. Well, they would in this current situation. And Russ this, has been in the playoff games. So what happens is, is this: the Heat and the Hornets will play a game. And that will be for the seventh seed, I believe. And then nine and ten play a game. And then nine and ten, the winner of that plays the loser of seven and eight. And then they have that's to so beat stupid. this. Why doesn't ten just play eight and not? Yeah, that's that's the, that's the bad thing they did with the player. I didn't. I don't know why they did that. But then they would play. They have to beat them twice if you're the lower seed, and then the higher seed only has to win once. Um. So it would be right now. It probably be the Hornets versus the. Dude, I don't know. I think the Pacers would beat the Wizards, man. I really do. <laughs> oh, I, I think they would, too. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think that's an interesting one. I'm surprised the Hawks, but then again, it's the East. So I'm surprised the Hawks are so high up. But I think the Knicks will beat them. Um, I think the Nets will clearly beat whoever the eighth seed is. I don't think there's a team good enough to beat them, but I think they'll lose in the second round of the Bucs. I really do. I think the Bucs are going to get them in the second round. And I think it's going to be a huge momentum booster for the Bucs too. We're going to see if the standings stay the same in the West, we're going to see the MVP of the league lose in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, I don't think that's happened since uh, Dirk Nowitzki in 2007, but um, the Nuggets would be, the Nuggets would be losing to the Lakers in round one. What, Um, um, Who's the who's the eighth seed in the West? Yeah, uh, the Grizzlies right now. It's the Grizzlies, Spurs, and Warriors are all like right there. The Pelicans are eleven. Um, was who's I seven? using the eleven? I was not using the eleven. Who's the seventh seed? Blazers. Oh, Blazers are in the seventh seed. Blazers have lost five in a row. Well, I was more surprised I, that they were in the top eight. I thought they were. I thought they were having a pretty bad season. Um, so who's now six? The Mavericks. So they're just above the, the play-in line. Are they playing the Clippers three seed? They would. That'd be another back-to-back years. That would be a great. That's gonna be a great one. And I when think Paul George Mavericks doesn't win. show up, 
Yeah, I think in the yeah, Mavericks win. Luca, Luca Magic, and then Kawhi Leonard leaves and goes to the Warriors in the sign and trade. <laughs> and then, so I'm assuming the Lakers, Nuggets are four and five. Nuggets are four, Lakers are five. Here's a uh, here's a Western Conference prediction for you. The Lakers can't get fully healthy and get like going because like of all the injuries they've had this year. The Suns will win the Western Conference and it won't be close. That's my prediction. I think the Suns will run through the West if the Lakers are not healthy there to beat them down. And I think the Lakers would destroy the Suns if they're healthy because I think the Lakers are the best team in the league by far at full strength. If LeBron and AD are both like LeBron and AD is what I'm talking about. I just think the Lakers with their with their role players who also all, all had to step up with them out. I just think it's going to be so hard to beat them. Holy shit, that team is good. Team is so good. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't a good disagree. Team. I don't. Yeah, disagree. fuck the Lakers. I don't disagree though. I think that's that's about it. There's something sneaky about the Bucks though that I'm just feeling right now. I, that's I feel how like people feel. There's just something sneaky about him right now. I feel like because they've there's something that like when I watched them grind out a couple games that I think Giannis made a point that was really just great on is they won't be surprised by anything because they've had a lot of grind you out games that they've just had to win. That they just like you just gotta get a W tonight. And they've had a lot of those. They've won playing really bad. They've won playing amazing. They, you know, I there's just something that kind of feels sneaky about him to me I, this year. And I, I well, can't put my finger on it. It's because the last two years Maybe are the one seed. But, yeah. Well, no, because the last two years are the one seed and they've been winning 60 something games and they're running through the league. They had the highest of offensive efficiency or the, the biggest point differential, like 30 yeah. years or some shit. So they're talking about it, but now they're like the third seed. They're not blowing people away. Yeah. Could I, could I see them winning the East? Sure. Do I think they're going to, I'm, I'm leaning no, but like, the Sixers aren't looking. I think too they're going right to win now. the East, and I think they match up way too well against the Suns. I think if there's a team that the Suns don't want to match up against, it's the Bucks, because I think the Bucks are long and lanky and athletic, just like them. Yeah, and I they have don't. good defense, and I think they have better defenders. I don't think I they. Think, I don't think the Suns have any defenders like the Bucks do. Yeah, I think the again, Middleton has proved this year he's a great defender. Drew Holiday, great defender. Giannis can lock down any motherfucker. Yeah, I think if fully healthy. If, if everybody's fully healthy and we're just going to the playoffs, everybody's good. Yeah, I, I, I could not see the Lakers losing this year. Just couldn't. The team is too well-rounded. They got LeBron and AD. Andre Drummond, I think, is going to fit in really well, a lot better than people think. But, yeah, I, I was looking at the standings over here. I think the Nets, obviously, because of what they can do offensively, could beat anybody. But I don't think they're going to mesh. Be, I don't think they're going to mesh. I don't think they're going to the be time. healthy. I don't think. I don't think they're – yeah, I think they got a lot of problems. Yeah, just and it not not t- talent wise. They just got a lot of problems that like a lot of stuff they can't control. Some stuff that you know they're just allowing, and I, I think there's, and then you have like stuff like you just not gonna have chemistry. Like they're not gonna. They played right. like three games all together. The three biggest players. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be real, and it, you know it's but the East could be fun because like the Knicks always back in the playoffs is always fun, and then they have the Hawks first, so like that. And well, right now, I mean that's that could change. That's so close. That could be. It's just gonna be fun. I think playoffs will be fun, and I think hopefully we'll get the fan interaction, like people coming back to watch. But the West will be interesting if the Lakers are if the Lakers are healthy. I think it's gonna be a lot more boring than people think. I think the Lakers are gonna blow through people. I think, really I think the Clippers are low key this year too. I think Lou's a good coach. Um, and I think nobody's going to trust Paul George though, until he proves it, you know? So 
No, but I think I think Kawhi Leonard has now a point guard in Rondo who can, at the end of the games, instead of him running the point, he can go set up on the wing, and he has somebody who can run the offense for him. And I think just Rondo's huge. The ball. Yeah. I think yeah. Rondo's absolutely huge. Well, hey, man, it's 12.45 for me, and it is 10.45 for you, and I know you only wanted to do an hour and a half, which I did too as well. Um, I don't want to take up any more of your time. You got work tomorrow. I do not. So, uh, <laughs> I wish I did it. Yeah. Um, I want to let you go, let you get some sleep. Dude, as always, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you coming on and doing this show with me every time. Always have a blast. Yeah, I um, I thought we had a great conversation. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it's just, just always just I'm happy and blessed that you came on my show. Nah, man. Anytime. You know, I love doing it. Love seeing you. Love talking to you. And let's yeah. keep doing it. Glad we got the camera going now. Now we yeah. can have something on the setup. So I appreciate that. Um, yeah, no other than that, um, talk to you soon. And hopefully uh, I'll, I'll try and make a trip home. See you guys. All right. Yeah, for sure. I'll see you later, man. All right. Take it easy, brother. Bye. Bye.